Alrighty. Knows, yeah. Who knows? You want to do uh, some some wokey wokes? Uh, yes, I do right. want to do that. Yeah. I just need to find yeah. something first. I know. Before I know I do what you that. got. Hell yeah, girl. You got this. No, don't turn off my mic. I know what I'm doing, okay? I know what I'm doing. I've done this show for eight years. Dad, don't turn off the fucking mic. The one thing they don't want to hear is silence. No, you shut the fuck up, Dad. Bad enough that you bring the stubbornness into my life and the mom's life. Don't bring it and everybody else's It's Woke News on the Johnny B Show. Ah, oh, yeah. Best intro in radio. <laughs> uh, Peter Dinklage. You familiar with Peter? My favorite midget. Okay, I'm sure he would not like that, but yes. What's he going to do? Kick my ass? Get uh, it. Come get it, midget. I don't know, man, but Peter Dinklage is none too pleased with Disney's upcoming Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs (laughs) remake. (laughs) (laughs) He's, uh, he's He's accusing the film of being insensitive to dwarves. Is he woke? Yes, very much so. Yeah. The uh, Game of Thrones star dropped the bombshell while promoting his movie Carano uh, on Mark Maron's WTF podcast. He says, uh, I'm just like, what are you doing? The 52-year-old Emmy winner told Maron of the reboot, which will star West Side Story actress Rachel Zegler, who originally, who recently called herself a white Latina as uh, Snow White. Dinklage, huh? who has... Uh, a type of dwarfism that results in him being four feet, five inches tall, found the movie especially hypocritical, hypocritical, sorry, as they were very proud to cast a Latina actress as Snow White. And he says, oh, you're progressive in one way, but then you're still making the effing backwards story about seven dwarves living in a cave together. What the F are you doing, man? Take a step back and look at what you're doing here. It makes... Are we supposed to have tall, tall dwarves? <laughs> he says it makes no sense. I, I don't know. This world that that we are creating here, or that's being pushed down our throats, is very dull and, uh-huh. and boring. I mean, it, dwarves have been around. It's it's been a thing in in uh, in uh, stories and, uh-huh. and canon for forever. I mean, it's it's giants. Dwar- like, it's everything in between. It's the human imagination thinking of, oh, there's little people, there's tall people, and there's super freakishly tall people. Most of them play basketball. I get uh-huh. it. But, um, you know, there's real-life giants, and there's real-life small people, and then, you know, those are on the bell curve on either side, and then most people are in the, you know, five-foot-five to, uh, you know, six-foot range if you're a guy, or you know, five foot to uh, five foot eight if you're a lady and everything else. You're kind of, you're, you know, you're weird. But, I mean, they exist. These are things. And uh-huh. I don't know. That's what, like, why didn't Mark Marin ask him, okay, well, what should we do instead? What would you like to right. see happen here? Because, like you said, are they going to be uh, just regular guys? That's stupid. Now she's just with seven regular guys. Now she looks like a real whore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Well, he said to avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original animated film, we are taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community. This is a a Disney spokesman. That's what they told the New York Post. So they're actually thinking about 
doing this for him. He, he made a he made a point, and they're going, "Oh crap, we don't want to seem insensitive." So maybe <laughs> you know what they're gonna do? You know what they're gonna do? What? Uh, they're gonna get seven black dwarves. That's oh, what they're man. gonna do. They go, "There's your progressiveness. You just got fired, you little <laughs> white bitch." <laughs> they said, "We look forward to sharing more as the film heads into production after a lengthy development period." Do you do you think conspiracy theory here? Do you think that Peter Dinklage goes, dude, I got a lock on these small person character in movies. Pretty yeah, much. I'm, Ty- I'm Tyrion Lannister. Pretty much any. It's like him and the black dude that was in Bad Santa. Those yes. are the two guys you go to if you need a little person. There was right. Vern Troyer. Vern Troyer's no longer with us. Dead. Unfortunately. So it's like Tony. What's his name? Tony something. The black dude from Black Santa is a, is a dwarf. And Peter Dinklage. Do you think that potentially he's like, look, I got the lockdown on every role in Hollywood involving a dwarf. I this don't know, is going to cut I, into I my think, bottom line having yeah. seven other little people come in and potentially bust up my spot. So I'm going to cause a stink to make sure I keep the lock on the dwarfism business. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would think Brad Williams would have, you know, have some clout at this point. You know, he's like he's the go to uh, dwarf uh, comedian. Very, very funny. You know, you got Tanya Lee Davis. You know, she's a dwarf, um, a little tiny person comedian. Um I don't know, man. Like, I, I do a lot of uh, jokes about little people on stage lately. I've been writing a lot of material. And, Careful, uh, man. I'm, I don't care, Will. <laughs> I don't care. And I say that in my in my joke. I mean, it's hyperbole, but it's, it's, it's kind of based on fact. I'm like, what are they going to do? You know? And in my joke on stage, I go, look, there's, there's nine of them in the world. What are they going to do? <laughs> Protest? There's nine of them. You know, it's crazy. You wouldn't even need the cops. You just buy them all blizzards and put them in a shopping cart and roll them home. You know, it's like it's not a big deal. Uh, but the point is, everybody needs to lighten the hell up. Stop freaking out on everything. Well, that's the thing is it's never at no point in this this world where we we're going through major, in my opinion, overcorrections in a lot of a lot of arenas. At no point do you hear any of these people like Peter Dinklage or anybody else that's screaming and yelling on on Twitter, go, okay, that's thank you, that's all I wanted, and I'll I'll stop now. Right. It's always it just keeps going. It never is good enough. There's just something else that needs to be addressed. Something else that needs to be taken care of. So I mean, it just it's just going to go on and on. At some point, you know these these corporations and they seem to be in on the on the take and in on the deal with this. Uh, this uh, wokeism, especially Disney, uh, they just they just roll along with it and keep going. So I don't know mm-hmm. how it hurts their bottom. Disney's such a major powerhouse, such a major corporation. Right. I don't think they're going to go broke or anything. But I mean, are people just going to get to the point where it's like this? All their movies and and content is made for Twitter. It's made for a niche group of loud people online. And are people yeah. still going to watch this stuff? Like I don't watch any marvel movies anymore i don't don't watch i'm a grown-up so i don't watch disney movies right i mean i don't know i know that people still do obviously but i wonder if people even if they're on would consider themselves a progressive human being and uh you know uh, have uh empathy and and want to to be a good person you think they're eventually going to be like okay uh you know what this is too much for me and i think that is happening 
let's say we the roles were were kind of reversed in society and like white people were the minorities and like we we you know suffered systemic racism for years and everything else would you like obviously you'd want to be treated fairly you know but when it when the overcorrection started coming in you know what i mean and you saw big corporations pandering because of their bottom line they want to make money they don't care about people wouldn't that piss you off a little bit you know like wouldn't you go all right stop you know this is stupid i don't want people apologizing to me in public for something they didn't do to me you know what i mean like just stop this you don't have to you don't have to do you're, you're doing a little much you know i don't know it'd be it'd be tough i'd like to say yes that I would say, you know, oh, this is ridiculous. But also, if I was benefiting from it, where it's creating potentially more jobs for people yeah. that look like me, or be, right. sometimes there's even people who want to give me free stuff, you know, for not doing anything, just being me, it would there's be a, hard to turn down. There's a show on Fox now, um, and and it's uh, it's 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 like an all black cast, and the name of the show is People Like Us. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. what? All right, I guess. I mean, why didn't you just just make a show, you know? And if it happens to have a lot of black people in it, fine. What's it about? I don't. It looks kind of like a like an adult soap opera type deal, you know, from the preview. Uh But it's like, look, there's nothing wrong with having you know shows of different ethnicities and genres and all that. Cool, you know, that's what you know diversity and equality is all about. But it just seems to me like. These these networks and these corporations are trying to like like go look guys, we are for you. We love you. Hey, us over here at Pepsi, yeah, BLM baby. You know, it's like just what's it called? Just do it. The show. I I think it's called People Like Us. I think is People what it's called. Like us. But when I saw it, I was like, Ugh, that gave me that gave me kind of cringy vibes. I was like, all right, I mean, I guess, but you know. I okay, don't know. so I will say this that it. Oh no, maybe that's not it. People like us as a British radio and TV. Nope, it's not. I know, I'm getting the name about. right or wrong, but I just saw the preview and I was like, "That's all right." I mean, the name kind of threw me. I was like, "Why? Why are you calling it that?" People like I mean, us. Hold on, let me it's see on you. Fox. Yeah, our kind of people. Our kind of people. Even our worse. Kind of people. All right, let's look it up here. Yeah, it's a drama series. It came uh-huh. out in 2021. Yeah, and it's got, it's got a pretty solid cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to see what the the uh, rating synopsis or something okay. like. Oh yeah, I guess let's look up the synopsis first. Synopsis uh, set in Oak Oak Bluffs, Massachusetts. The series follows a single mother as she sets out to reclaim her family name, but soon discovers a dark secret about her own mother's past that would turn her world upside down. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. It says it uh, will set up season two. Okay, so it's. I guess it's one of the things here is has it been canceled? And it says that the ending its first season with an explosive finale to leave you wanting more. They promise a season two, so there is going to be uh-huh. a season two of the show. I want to see what the ratings are, though. How many people are watching our kind of uh, people? I just saw. I just saw it for the first time. The preview, so I don't. I don't even know how long it's been on. But I don't. I don't watch a lot of network television shows. I watch cable shows and you know streaming shows more than I do network shows. But it was the name that kind of threw me. I was like, what? Why is it called that? You know what I mean? Like, 
it, just call it something else. Like Empire is kind of an urban show, but it's about, you know, like a record label and things like that, you know, and, and that's what it is. You know, it's it's a you know, it's a niche audience, like people that like hip hop and like dramas and stuff like that. That's cool. Um, but I just when I saw the name, I go, what? I can, what is that? I can tell you that um, <laughs> I'm going to have you It has the episodes listed here on Rotten Tomatoes of uh, our kind of people. What is the title of episode one, season one of Our Kind of People? And I think the title, like I said, I think the name of the show is misleading because I don't think it's about, you know, black people. I think it's about a mom, you know, some single mom and, you know, like like the synopsis said. Well, I could tell you, know you I mean? that, that episode one of season one, the first show of this television program, it's, it's called, called Kill Whitey. <laughs> it's close. Reparations. Okay. It? So, you know, I, you know. I, but it just seems to me like they're kind of, they're, they're playing into a trend, you know, right now, socially. You know, it's like, we, you think, you think Fox cares about social issues? No. They care about money, man. Well, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think that there is some. They didn't some care pe- two years ago. I think there is some. Well, this has obviously just happened. It's been you know roller coaster. It's just shot up. It's it's right. happened all of a sudden in the past few years. Well, um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. How come people care now? Uh, it's been in motion. I mean, for for a long time, and and you know, I'm sure that these you know executives and people who are working at Fox and the writers for the shows, they all come from university, uh, they, and then they walk into these jobs. So they get programmed with this stuff in university. And they were always kind of told that that and that was kind of the case, you know, for a long time that, oh, when they leave school, when they get out of college and they have to get into the real world, a lot of this campus activism will kind of stop. And for whatever reason, I I don't really know why all of a sudden they just I I guess it's Twitter and Facebook and social media where enough people are loud enough. A very small minority of people are so loud that people freak out and they actually create some sort of real change. And then you're seeing stuff like this. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, it's definitely happening. And does Fox CEO care about this? I don't know. Maybe. He probably was educated just, at an Ivy League school. I just wanted, I, I just don't know why they didn't care, you know, two years ago like they care now. You know what I mean? It just seems like it's more pressure. And then you see the money, you know, the, it, it comes down to the money. You know, and I, and I like to go back to uh, my favorite example is FedEx and Pepsi. Uh, threatening to pull out of the stadium deals and, you know, for, for Washington football team when they were called the other thing, if they didn't change the name. And it forced Washington to change the name. Washington didn't change the name because they wanted to, because they care about Native Americans. They were staunch. They were they they said, the owner said, Dan, Daniel Schneider said for years, I'm never changing the name. We did the research and it's a small, small fraction of people that are offended by it. And we're not changing the name. And then, uh, you know, half a billion dollars worth of sponsorship threatened to walk out. And you go, you know what? You're right, man. It's about time we changed the name, man. We're Now we give a crap. You but know? That's, like, that's impact. That's impact economy. That's a corporation putting pressure on another, you know, I guess you could, I guess the Washington football team would be an organization, too, a big business, uh-huh. NFL but putting messing with the money so it's not a free market really they're putting pressure on them to do what they want and then right. once the dominoes start falling where people are doing what they want it's it's ESG stuff it's like the um 
uh, environmental, social, and governance risks. A lot of companies are kind of following this model now. So they're uh-huh. changing the way capitalism works. It's not a free market anymore. They're all going by these these uh, standards, and it's it's a whole other thing. It's like you have to be environmentally friendly and and so with, uh, into with, social with causes. So, and right, and that's what I'm saying. With TV, the TVs are ran by ads. You know what I mean? Like they they the commercials pay for everything. So if these companies that are buying the ads on these networks say, "Hey, we want this kind of programming." Or we'll go to another network, then that's going to sway the kind of program when we watch. Yeah. And I mean, you look at, at um, you know, Tucker Carlson on Fox, Fox News is one of the biggest um, viewer catchers. He's got his ratings are much higher than any yeah, other cable news. A, but he has a, trouble, a, yeah. he has trouble finding sponsors for his show. So if it was all about the money and and viewership and getting it in, then he would have no problem finding sponsors. But there's pressure on these companies not to advertise with him because, you know, people on Twitter call him a white supremacist. And then they they don't want their brand associated with that. He's very strong on on the right side vocally. And he's an outspoken kind of sensationalist himself. You know, that's what he does. But your point was is that it's about money. And if it was about money... And they wouldn't well, no, care meant, what Tucker Carlson was saying. Well, I mean, it's about money as far as networks and advertising. Advertisers, for right, some reason, Tuck, are Tucker are Carlson has ratings. He's got more ratings than any of the other idiots. So if it was about yeah. that, then they would just advertise with them. But he has trouble finding sponsors because there's, I'm assuming that it's mostly people on Twitter screaming and tweeting at these, you know, companies that advertise with them and say do you know you're advertising with a white supremacist yeah you oh i'm we're gonna boycott you we're gonna do all this stuff and they right. go, ah! and then they just you know pull <laughs> out of there. so it's not like a free marketing where there's this weird pressure yeah. uh, and power dynamic that comes from first of all some of these woke corporations and then this this i don't understand why like twitter's not re- everyone knows that twitter isn't real it's a fake it, place man it's but it has a lot of a weird institutional power where it puts pressure on these uh, to to make them do what they want them to do and it, and it's working in, in a lot of areas so it's it's just really bizarre yeah yeah i mean i don't watch tucker carlson cuz i don't watch i don't watch hardly any of those yeah on 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 any of the news channels they they're all smarmy douchebags to me like i just you know whatevs you know, I, I don't. I, I'm I'm really ready to just stop watching news altogether. I really am. I'm at that point now. It's just like Barf City. You know what oh, I mean? I don't watch. Like, yeah, I don't watch that crap. I, I try to I try to watch it because you know we do a radio program and I want to be in touch with what's happening in the world. But it's just all doo doo to me. You know? Yeah, I understand it. And also, I'm you know trashing Twitter, but also I love Twitter. I mean, Twitter is where I get uh-huh. the majority of my news from, and I can it's see. I can see videos and news happen in real time and bypass. I'm on it right you know, now. Look at Fox that. Or, yeah, Fox or <laughs> CNN.